Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Schmoozing with Avi, hosted by me, your host, Avi Benrosh. So, hopefully we've got a very exciting and enjoyable and educational episode coming up ahead. If it's not, I sincerely apologize. I have definitely tried my best. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you should enjoy us. Let's get on with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Schmoozing with Avi. Um, so I'm doing something that I thought I said I wouldn't do, but hey, I'm backtracking. Um, I'm going to give a Dvartara. Um, I thought this would be something that would challenge me because I've attempted to do Dvartaras before. Um, they've never really worked. Um, I usually try to listen to Dvartaras rather than give them because I'm not really holding in Torah. Um, I'm still learning. Um, but I thought I've been given this opportunity to spread things across the seven or eight people of you who are listening um and i saw some really incredible ideas in this week's parsha um so i thought you know what i'm gonna test myself i'm gonna try it if no one listens to it and it's a terrible chiddush and it's terrible ideas behind it all um it's terrible water then nope we won't ever do it again but i thought might as well try it so a lot of this is based off um, Rashi within Noach, Parshas Noach, um, and also a huge part of it is um, based off Rav Moshe Don Kestenbaum's um, Sefer Olam Hamidus. Um, so yeah, stick with it because I've got I've got a brief idea of how I how I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make some mistakes and mumblings and all of that stumblings. See, I can't even stumble correctly. Um, but yeah, let's go on with it. So. We actually start with the Parsha, um, with Rashi, with, not Rashi, we start with the Parsha um, saying, So Rashi actually says, so just to translate it, we're saying, these are the offsprings of Noah, who was a righteous man. So Rashi, un- Rashi goes in to explain it a little bit, and he says, since scriptures mentioned him, it told him of the praises, um, and it's, as it says, like we're going to mention the righteous person for the blessing. It says, alternatively, told us that the main re- to teach us that the main reason for creating Shel Sadikim and the righteous people is for the sake of their good deeds. The reason the reason that we make um, the righteous people is because of their good deeds. So that's a crazy idea. We're saying the whole like we look out through the whole of Torah and we see these great Sadikim. And you're right. What makes them Sadikim? It's not that they are millionaires and they are running around like as kings and stuff. Okay, maybe we do have the kings, but like it's the fact that they're doing these good deeds. Like you look throughout, like Abraham, the man, like the, his whole thing is based off Chesed. Like that's why he was the ultimate Sadiq. Like a lot of being a Sadiq, well, the main reasons behind being a Sadiq is, as Rashi says, for the sake of showing people your good deeds, as in the the actions of of your of what you're doing is the reason that makes you a Sadiq. So I actually want to go into Ramosha Don Kessenbaum's um, Sefer Olam Amidus, and he actually, so I'm literally going off the right at the beginning of this, so um, everyone who reads this, I'm sure um, you're very much holding in this. Um, he says, the Vilna God actually um, questions or asks an idea on 
um, Mishle when it says, So he says, hold fast to discipline. So the Musa, don't let it go, because guard it for it is your life. So Vilna Gon writes that the, the whole reason a person is alive is to correct the middle that he hasn't yet rectified. So he says, <laughs> a person must constantly strengthen himself in this regard, because if he does not, what purpose is there to his life? These are these are serious words that the Vilna Gon is saying. He's saying, there's no purpose to your life if it's not for the sake of correcting a middle. So a middle, we, ha we say, is a characteristic or a trait that you have. So whether it being... Um, so being a chesed um, or um, I can't think of things off the top of my head, but these are these are all there's certain middles like anger, correcting anger, like cast. All of these things are, are middles that you have to correct, that you have to do to do to make yourself better. So we say we use middles in a way to say like he's saying he has good middles. Yeah, character traits is I guess how you define it, but usually we're saying someone has good middles. That's it's like a it's a it has positive connotations. Well, I guess I'm putting the word good behind it. Okay, I'm 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 waffling now. Um, but either way, the the Vilna Gaon is trying to say that a person is constantly meant to strengthen himself in his midas. And he says, why was the Torah? We this is this is Rav Moshe Don Kassenbaum I'm talking right now. But he says, why was the Torah not given to angels? So he goes in. He goes into um, he goes into um, a quote from the Gemara Shabbos 989a, I believe. Um, and this is, it goes into a conversation between Moshe Rabbeinu and the angels, and the angels are asking. They're saying, "Why is then why is the Torah not given to us? Like, how's that fair? Why do these these human beings get the Torah?" So Moshe Rabbeinu argues them. He says, "Is there any jealousy among you? Is there any hatred among you? Like, this is such a powerful idea because, like, we can think, why isn't the Torah given to the angels? Like, they are the epitome of what's like what." Hashem's creations are like they—they they literally they are perfect in everything that they're doing. They, their whole purpose is to serve Hashem, and like they can't—they don't fault in it. Like they're created for mitzvahs. Like they—they they are what we look up to to be, as in, to be the best possible thing. Like even even the Malach Amavis, like he's just doing the rotsen of Hashem. He's just acting upon the will of Hashem. So that's that's what we surely should look up to be, and yet we say no. It's given to us human beings. So this idea that the reason it's being given to us is because we have jealousy, because we have hatred. So that that just goes to show that the reason for the Torah being given to us is so that we can better ourselves, we can better on all of these things that we're doing. And he he has quite harsh words. He's um Rav Moshe Don Kesamam, he goes in to say um that one who actually isn't who doesn't rectify his mitzvahs properly is not considered to be truly engaged in Torah. He's not truly he's not truly osik by Torah um, if he's not actually if his if his life isn't to rectify his mitzvahs. For someone who has cussed, like anger, all of these like someone who is jealous, someone who is a ganef, all of these things that are inherently mitzvahs. But ganef may not be such a good example. But these these are all inherently mitzvahs that someone has. He's meant to re rectify them. We say. Um, the Midrash in um, Shir Hashem Rabba, um, Saint Hashem said to, about the Jewish people, he said, be mindful that you don't hate one another or envy another or stir up a quarrel with one another or shame one another so the ministering angels don't say before me, master of the universe, the Torah that you gave the Jewish people, they don't engage in it. That literally, that goes to say that the whole point is of Torah itself is, is for us to be truly engaged in it, is to be working on our midst, is actually to be rectifying ourselves. Like how, so many of the, uh, like Donna Kafskhus, um, 
um, all of these things, all of these mitzvahs are all things that are um, that are rectifying our mitzvahs, all are, are like our good character traits. Like we look at, like we're gonna go back into, um, we're gonna go back into um, Noah a little bit, but we say like uh, like Adam Harishon, uh, not Adam Harishon, Avraham. Um, Avraham was like the greatest um, Balzeric. Like he he was the epitome of what a good person was meant to be. So um, I want this was like that was the first little idea that I wanted to go on. Um, the second idea that I wanted to go on was actually seeing the Ches of Hashem in all of our actions. So right like in and the Rashi on um, Perik Yudalit, sorry um, Yudalit in Perik Zion, I believe. Um, he we go into it and we say he gave the um, he when Noah was making the table. It says he was doing it for 120 years. Like, okay, shkoyach, it's a teva, it's very hard to make. Okay, amazing. But 120 years, like, what, you got to go out and, and get the materials and you got to put the tar and you got to get the animals. Well, you didn't even need to get the animals. The animals came to you. So, uh, okay, two years maybe. I'll give you that, two years. 120 years? Like, what is it? How can it be that it took 120 years? So, this is actually seeing the chesed of Hashem. The fact that, it wasn't, 120 years wasn't for the sake of Noah. It was for the sake of all the people who are passing by and looking at Noah and saying, look at this dude. He's just spending half his time just doing something so ridiculous. He's claiming this mubble is going to come. Yeah, okay, I'm looking around. It's a perfectly sunny day here. I'm seeing nothing. And yet, every single day, Noah is still building it. This is this is the chesed of Hashem. Hashem saying, take your time with this because... I want I want the people to have an opportunity for Shiva. I want he wants us to come and cleave him. He wants to bake us. And it's up to us to actually put in the effort there and actually do it. Like we've got to be looking and seeing, okay, maybe we don't have a Noah to be looking at and seeing outside building a table. Maybe we don't we're not seeing all the sim that Hashem is doing. But that's only because we're not looking. If you actually look in your day to day life, the Yad of Hashem, the Han of Hashem is in every action that you're doing. Just today, I can think of like five different things that like are purely like the Yad of Hashem just helping me. But it's only because I'm looking. I'm, I'm trying my best to to see where everything that Hashem's helping me. Like I recorded a podcast today with someone who I happened to bump into because I met him. So the, the fact that this podcast came about as well was just a massive, like I feel Hashem's hand was like guiding me much like the whole, like every single person that I'm getting on this podcast currently, I have a crazy story of how I met them and they've all got their crazy stories themselves and like thinking about like Hashem's been guiding me just to this point here, yeah, it may seem sound kind of crazy, like what, okay, you have seven listeners, okay, <laughs> two of them are my parents and, and like the other people live in my apartment, okay, at the end of the day, these are all these people who have a story to tell and have such important, like I just recorded um, a podcast with um, Aaron who just did a incredible, incredible first part of a series called um, The Indisputable um, Truth, like the compelling evidence for the existence of Hashem. That's the story of how I like I met Aaron is a crazy story. The story of how Jodie C. Joseph's, how I met him, he's going to be at Bezrat Hashem, he's going to be on the podcast as well. Um, how like I got stuck in London and I happened to be um, stuck in the, uh, to like meet him on a base of Medrash that he came up to me and my sister had taught him like all of these the only reason he came up to me was because my sister had taught it like there's so many connections but you can only make those connections if you're actually looking for it Hashem's literally saying to you 
I'm giving you a table for 120 years that someone's making. He's he's literally actively telling you that the mother's coming and you gotta repent. But you're not looking for it. You're just looking at this crazy guy in a, on a sunny day who's telling you it's gonna rain. That's that's your perspective. You're not you're not looking to see it. If you actually look to see it, you understand that he's coming directly from Hashem. So that was the that was another idea that I was I was going off and and we see like constantly throughout the Parshanoch he is he's giving so many um chesed, like a rainbow okay this is this is such a beautiful this is such a beautiful thing that I, like as in you look at a rainbow and everyone's like wow that's really pretty that like, you get all the you get all the different colors of the rainbow and stuff like that <laughs> it's beautiful to look at but that's how I'm saying to you no I'm reminding you I'm saying to you I don't want to do this again I I made I, I made a covenant with you that I'm never going to do this marble again. It doesn't mean what you're doing. It doesn't mean, like, I don't run the world. It doesn't mean that I can take you away like this. Yeah, we, we're, seeing, we're seeing everything being uplifted, going from mime to shemaim. Like, this is an idea that my, uh, my dad gave me, that it's like the mikvah. That, like, the whole point of the marble was that it was cleansing it and stuff like that. And Hashem's, every time you're seeing that, Hashem's saying to you, this is an opportunity to repent. Where you're you're able to do teshuva, just look at it, see 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 behind the fact that it's a beautiful thing, and and think, yeah, that is actually a beautiful thing. That's Hashem giving me an opportunity and reminding me now is the time to do teshuva, to to look back on the actions I'm doing. Think next time you see a a um, a um, rainbow, think is there something that I should be thinking back on? It was at the end of the day. Yeah, you shouldn't be self-centered. You shouldn't be a narcissist. But your experiences that you that you personally experience are usually going to be directed at you. Well, not usually. They are going to be directed at you. So yeah, you may think, oh yeah, it's the rainbows for everyone else in in the um, it's for everyone else in the world and stuff like that. It's not directed to me. No, think think to yourself. Okay, that actually is directed at me. Think within yourself. What is there that I need to work on? What is there that I need to change? What what is there that I may have done wrong? So all of these little things that it's all about the perspective that you have. It's all about actually looking to to do better and looking to good. Um, and we're saying so. And it's it's also Hashem saying, "Listen, I love you guys. I don't want to destroy you. I don't want to create a marble again. Don't make me do it. Try like I'm, he's like begging us. He's saying to us, don't don't do that to me again. Because do you know how painful it was? Hashem gave gave so many opportunities like these hundred twenty years." Because he wants people to do it, he doesn't want to destroy it. He's like looking for everything he can to help us. We've got to help ourselves. We've got to actually help Hashem. Like, look for these opportunities, and especially look for the other Hashem, because he's all—it's always going to be there. It's about whether or not you're looking for it. Um, and another thing that we were that I wanted to dwell on was later on. We we talk about near the end of the parsha. We talk about how Ashur, um, one of the uh, descendants of um, of Noah. Um, he left Shinar because Rashi said he saw what Nimrod, um, the person who actually um, created the, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but the uh, the towers and that that they, um, this is going to be frustrating for all of you guys who are like screaming at me what it's called, um, but the towers that they where they all lost the um, the language where they ch the languages were changed, but um, Shinar actually saw what Nimrod was doing, and he left. He got up and left. And he said he moved to a different place. I can't remember where exactly he moved to, but he moved to a different place. And it just shows us how important. When you're surrounded by a negative environment, it's surrounded by a place where you're not going to do the best for yourself and grow as best as a person, as an Evid Hashem, as like someone who's going to 
try and do the rotsan of Hashem and do the will of Hashem, that's not a good place for you. And get up and leave. Like, and sometimes it's hard because you're well established, you're in the right place, and it's scary. Who wants to start anew? But like, sometimes you just got to get up and say, you know, what? this isn't the right place for me, and this is clearly not a place where I'm going to serve Hashem. And like, for example, if all the people around you they're nice from Jewish people, but like they're talking about insider trading. They're, they're talking about all the dodgy business deals they're doing and stuff like that. And they're talking about how much money they're making. You're like, wow, that's that's really exciting. Think of all the testers that I can be buying and stuff. But at the end of the day, that's not the place that's right for you because that clearly isn't the Rotsan of Hashem. And that's that's the that's the middle of, I can't remember what it's called, but greed. Like, you're, you're surrounded by greed constantly. That's gonna You're going to be infected. You're going to absorb. You're like a sponge. You're going to absorb up what's going on around you. So it's up to you to actually decide um, to get up and leave, be like Ashur, leave Shina, because at the end of the day, you're going to be surrounded by these people like Nimrod. But you've got to do what's right for you. Um, and I know that was all just waffling back again because I lost train of thought. Um, but yeah, this was this was a, a very fun thing to do. Um, very scary. I uh, not gonna lie, I recorded this about four five times beforehand. Um, most of them got near to the end of it, and I realized I was waffling all the way through. Um, but yeah, this is, if, if people didn't enjoy this, I, I personally enjoy challenging myself, um, and I, I like to think that they were, um, good ideas that were, like, they were very, like, as I was reading Shlamikra this week, like, I was, like, picking these things up, I was like, well, okay, I was, like, I was, like, writing it down and stuff like that, my dad will send me all, like, different ideas and stuff, um, that really made me think about it, um, so yeah, so, it was very fun. I apologize for the waffle. Um, and hopefully if, if people like it, um, we'll do it again. Next week, Bezrat Hashem, I'm going to have someone else do um, the Pasha. I'm going to try to do it as like a weekly thing that I have something on the Pasha. Um, just because I think it's a very good thing to do. I also want to establish this podcast a little bit, get it to different audiences and stuff like that. Um, I'm really trying to get certain... Um, people on this podcast and tell the people to see this podcast um, because I just I don't know I think it'll be fun. Um, I'll give a shout out to one of them who I like. I really want. I really want Nissan Black on. Um, I think he's got the most incredible story. So uh, right now I'm trying to grow um, enough that Nissan would enjoy being on this podcast. Um, so yeah, feel free to share it. Feel free to subscribe to my Instagram. This is the first time I'm going to plug it. Um, we've got some really great episodes coming out. Um, we've got firstly the episode that I just recorded, part one of the indisputable truth, um, compelling evidence for God's existence. We're going to film a part two. Um, we've got some really crazy stories coming up. We've got um, one with YY Trout, um, a really crazy story. Like I said, Jodice Josephs, I'm also getting him on the podcast. Um, I had two more that I can't think of off the top of my head that we are in talks with. Um, oh, one of them I can't actually um, talk about just yet. Um, and then I had another one. Oh, and another one that I also can't talk about yet. Um, that sounds very dodgy. It sounds like I have nothing planned. I do have stuff planned, don't worry. Um, and I have a lot of things that I'm trying to grow on um, and get started up and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, if you enjoyed this and got this far, because most people probably won't, if you got this far, let me know. Um, and yeah. Have a great day and have a great Shabbos.